The city of Brockton is now in your hands. The Brockton Mass City of Champions app is a revolutionary civic app that will give whoever downloads it a full picture of the city of Brockton. Users of this app can discover new businesses and restaurants, have access to the local transit system schedule, learn who the Brockton elected officials are, explore attractions and amenities, and stay up to date with the latest news and information going on in the City of Champions. Among the many amazing features of the app is its business directory feature. This business directory is comprised of over 2,000 known businesses in the City of Champions. Business owners who claim their business will have the advantage of free promotion on the app. They will have the ability to inform users of their menus, special deals and discounts, and any other pertinent information. Here's how to claim your business. First, on a laptop or computer, visit claim.mycivicapps.com and click the Claim My Business button at the bottom of the screen. Next, type in Brockton Mass City of Champions plus your business name in the appropriate search bars. Once your business appears on the screen, press Claim, enter a name, email, and password for the account, and click Continue. Finally, fill out all of your pertinent business information. This includes everything from the business location, hours, and more. Once complete, click the Save and Send to Moderator button for final approval. Once the moderator approves, your account is all yours to customize and use however is best for your business. If you cannot find your business on the app, please email listmylocalbusiness at gmail.com and a moderator will ensure your business is inputted into the app for you to claim. The Brockton Mass City of Champions app is available for download on both the Apple and Android app stores. Download the app today. Hey there, General Red Revere here with Old Colony Pest Control. If you're having pest problems in a commercial or residential setting, we're the people to call. Veteran-owned, based in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, Old Colony has been here servicing your homes proudly, and we plan to keep it up. Our team is fast, efficient, and reliable. We go above and beyond to cater each project's individual need. No task is too much for us, so give us a call. 774-400-5993. Again, the number is 774-400-5993. Hope to hear from you soon. General Red Review, out. Sugar the Play, a cash team production, is looking for actors and singers to fill several slots for this upcoming live play. For more information, please call 216-394-8926. That's Sugar the Play, auditions at 216-394-8926. We all want to end the pandemic and reopen the economy. But to do so, we need a COVID-19 vaccine that is available to everyone. A people's vaccine. For years, drug companies have raised the price of our medications while receiving billions in taxpayer dollars. Now, the U.S. government has given them 10 billion of our tax dollars to develop a vaccine. Yet, the drug companies will still hold complete control over the price and own the patents for medicines we pay to invent. Sound unfair? That's because it is. We need a people's vaccine that is free for everyone, everywhere. Without a people's vaccine, there's no guarantee of a treatment that's affordable and accessible to all. Where you were born, 
And how much money you have shouldn't determine whether you live or die. A people's vaccine will be affordable and distributed fairly based on need, not ability to pay. Across the world, drug companies are getting rich while millions cannot afford care. A people's vaccine is a chance for change. It's this simple. COVID-19 vaccines invented with taxpayer dollars must be made available for free to everyone who needs them. It's time for a people's vaccine. what you're thinking is this the booth drafting the circuits three-way theater or the kevin jackson show well to tell you the truth in all this excitement i kinda lost track myself here on hoobazoo.com so do you feel lucky punk As far as closets go, this is really nice. Oh. It is. Condoms. Let's see them. Excuse me? Let me see the condom you plan on putting on my quarterback's weenie. Sorry. Oh my uh, god. Yes. Holy shit! Just put a baby in me, please. Oh, I don't I'm know. I'm in love that. with you. Oh, we can have a really great life together. Zip it, psycho! Find another famous person's life to ruin. Get out! Get out of my house! Jesus. World's a dangerous place we're in. Yeah, and so you learn how to live in it. Fine. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is blasphemy. This is madness. This is the proof.
test. <laughs> uh, give me a test, man. Let me make sure I got you on the mic here with me today. Hold on, hold on. Skull Candy Sashivos settings audio. Oh, why can't I hear you, man? Why can't I hear you? You're not going out to the people. Why are you not going out to the people? I I can hear you, but you're not going out to the people. So let me see what's going on here so we can get this straight. Um, one guess. Oh, give, let me talk again. Uh-oh, why are we not seeing you come up? Oh, we got a little issue here, just a little minor issue here. Uh, let's see, we'll hide that one. Studio settings, audio, cancel, scene collection, profile, the booth. And for some reason, I'm not getting Maddie coming through here. But we'll, we're going to work on this right now as we speak. I'm doing this right now on the fly. Sashivos. Testing one, two, three. Everybody can hear me. I'm going out, but again... Let's see here. Trying to get Maddie C. Making sure you guys can hear this guy. And for some reason. No, it's not. No, because I would I would see it coming through. I can hear you. Fine. I can hear you. Perfect. Um, the problem here is that you're not going out to um, the people so they can hear you. I'm going to work on this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Unhide all. Mic one, mic two. Talk again, man. Yeah, why, why am I not hearing you? Why are you not going out? I can hear you. The problem is, is that they can't hear you. So here's what I'm going to do here. Let's do this here. I'm going to um go this route, go into audio. Going to device audio two. There we go. I think I got you, man. Say something. Test, test, one, two, go, Pats. Yeah. One, two, three. Got there we you. Go. Here we go. Got you. Got it figured out. Here we go. All right. So we're here broadcasting live from the City of Champions. You're listening to The Booth. This is your boy, Sinister One. Maddie on with me. And um, I got to get my sponsors in here real quick. Michael Douglas Bredo, MDB Electronics. We, we're coming on right at the last minute. Everybody's all upset um, and, and surprised at this news. My son, he was just out here saying to me, um, relax. I put a post up that said... Uh, Tom Brady is breaking the internet, and my son says, calm down, relax. It's not that big. So. 
<laughs> Sit down. Michael Douglas Barreto. Vienna Marie. Music is everywhere. Streaming all over the place. Shooting the music video next weekend. Make sure you check her out. Tactical Target Systems. That's where I get my targets. And there's our winner of our last t-shirt. John Hayes. The actual last winner was Mike Smith. Old Colony Pest Control is one of my sponsors. Want to make sure to check him out. And um, we're not getting into any news booth or sports booth or anything of that sort today. Because uh, today we're here for one thing and one thing only. And that is the retirement of quarterback Tom Brady. As you can see behind me, I've got Tom Brady behind me in the Tampa Bay uniform. And I've got Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay and Tom Brady Patriots behind me. And the reason why I mentioned the Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, and, and, and thing of that sort, because we're going to get into this conversation. You know, a lot of people talk about how they're surprised and how this and how that, and it was like, you know, it's no surprise to me. If you've been following this man's business moves and how he's been moving these last two years when he left the Patriots, I said that this man is retiring, and he has a two-year plan to do it, and his goal is to match Michael Jordan. He needs to set his brand right there equal with the Jordan brand. Um, he had accomplished a lot, but he still didn't have that Jordan legacy to kick his brand off that he was, you know, about to unveil. You know, he had his TB12 uh, workout brand. But that wasn't where he wanted. He wanted his own shoe. He wanted his own clothing line. He wanted his own everything to put out there so he could be just like Jordan and build his legacy off the NFL success that he had. Um, one of the reasons why I had said this is, you know, when he walked away from the Patriots, a lot of people were pissed at Belichick and they were pissed at Robert Kraft for not supposedly giving them money. And the thing was is that he took the pay cuts knowing what he was doing to build championships here, to get the six rings here. And, you know, his wife called the shots and he knew what was going on behind the scenes because she's a, she's a genius when it comes to marketing and branding with Victoria's Secret and things of that such. So all the moves he made, the Uggs, um, the Stetson, all those things he did, that was his wife behind the scenes. He was He got on Jimmy Kimmel and he said that they're rich because of his wife. You know, she knows how to manage the money. And when he left the Patriots, a lot of people had their rumors. They had their spin. But one of the things that stuck out from, for me in a, in, a, in a business move was that before he even got to Tampa Bay, he had already trademarked certain clothing things and certain trademarks like Tampa Bay before he got there. You need six months before you get a trademark, to just search and make sure nobody else has it available. It takes six months. So that lets me know that his Tampa Bay and all this other stuff was well into place long before the announcement came that he was leaving. So this was a business move. Why did he go to Tampa Bay? Why did he not go anywhere else? Well, anybody who knew football back then, Tampa Bay was the best suited team weapons-wise to go to an NFC Championship game. They had a horrible quarterback there, but they had the wide receivers. They had the tight end. They had all the people they needed there to make that team a success. Um, everybody said he could have went. He was going. He should have went to L.A. No, he shouldn't have went to L.A. L.A. is a horrible market. It wasn't guaranteed that he was going to get a ring in L.A. So he went to Tampa Bay, and he had to do what he had to do, and that was he needed two years to get 
a Super Bowl championship so he could add to his legacy and he would have a ring in the AFC and a ring in the NFC. He did that. He succeeded. He did something that no other quarterback has ever done, and he did it also in a home stadium, which is something else that has never been done. So Tom Brady has done what everybody has wanted to do. He's had a storied career. He's given the NFL the FU twice, you know, deflate gate, spy gate, and the team went successful and took home Super Bowl wins. And, you know, with the exception of uh, the Spygate year, the Spygate year they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, but they still went 16-0, and which is still a big FU to everybody in the whole Spygate thing, which should have never have happened. But I've got my man Matty C's from Matty C Sports from you and me, and I'm going to let him speak on his thoughts on this Tom Brady retirement. Like I said, for me, it's no surprise. I called it. Go ahead. So in a different point of view, um, <clears throat> TB, TB12, I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, you've known him since 2001. I mean, God's sake, I got a tattoo on one of the sides of my arms right here, if you see the TB12 logo. So obviously I got respect for the guy. Um, so I was telling Keith earlier right here, well, your uh, background looks like you're in the nice sunny weather in Tampa Bay and I'm here freezing in, in New England. But Anyways, all laughs aside, I mean, if you're if you're a football fan, you know who Tom Brady is. He's been a fixture in this league for 20 years, and he's just he is the goat of this of this football organization in in both Tampa Bay and New England. To come into Tampa Bay and win a, a title in your first year is basically he just repeated what he did. 20 years ago with the Patriots. So, you know, I got nothing res but respect for this man. I mean, he, he defied all odds. And I mean, if you don't really know his story and Keith, you and I both know about pretty much his story. And the, the thing is like, if you watch man in the arena, you're going to really know the Tom Brady and it's an amazing documentary and things like that. But for what this guy has done, branding, marketing, the business side to it, he has a intelligent wife, like you said, all your stuff was on point. And if you didn't see Keith's last show on the booth, you need to check it out because he's told pretty much everybody of what is behind the scenes and what it is in the present that you see on NFL Live, you see it on Fox, you see it on CBS, whatever. But this guy has been a staple in the NFL and he has really, really helped the NFL in, you know, Roger Goodell, you know, tried to bring him down. I mean, other sources like Barstool and stuff like that, they, they brought the commissioner down because they were like, Hey, you're calling out a guy who basically didn't really cheat, but he took, he took his, his suspension, like a man, he took four and he wins a Super Bowl in the same year. So you know, Tom Brady will always be New England Patriots. He did go to Tampa Bay, but in Keith's words, from all you Patriots fans who said, oh, he, he's an asshole for going to Tampa Bay, like he's a traitor, sit down. Sit down. You need to know. Sit down. <laughs> let, let it be known that, you know, this guy, 
did everything for this community. He did everything for Foxborough. He did everything for the city, New England, whatever you want to call it. And this guy played in the unbearable snow, in the rain, in the bullshit. Like, excuse my language, Keith, but um, you know, he's just been a staple in this organization in the Patriots and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay really hadn't seen anything since John Gruden days when they played the Raiders in the Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. And we know um we know uh he had a really bad ongoing, but whatever. And you know, without him, we wouldn't see the Malcolm Butler interception to cap off a game. We wouldn't have seen one of the greatest Super Bowls with Super Bowl 51 against the Atlanta Falcons. Like amazing career. And Tom's gonna be missed. There's not gonna be another one like him for a while and I don't see a defining quarterback that is going to do that and if they have they're on their ending years so I mean what else can you say about TB12 I, I think we could have an episode for three hours Keith honestly and we could and you know it's the end of an era you know Tom Brady is that last of that era other than Aaron Rodgers and now there's rumors that Aaron Rodgers could be the guy going down there to replace him. And I don't think so. I think he's tainted goods right now, other than the fact that he would fit right in with DeSantis down there in Florida. <laughs> other than that, you know, you know that if Aaron Rodgers is going to Tampa Bay, he's going to be right on DeSantis's list everywhere, wherever he's doing stuff. Um, but other than that, I can't see anybody taking Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's at the end of his career. You know, he's right there with Brady. So, you know, the, and here's the funny thing, people. The weird thing is the old guy of the bunch right now, really, is Patrick Mahomes at 26. Because all the other guys are younger. They're 24 and 23. Uh, Josh Allen, I think, is like 23. Um, Justin Herbert, I think he's 23. So right now the real old man of the group is is Patrick Mahomes if I'm not mistaken, and then you got Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson came after, I think, after Patrick Mahomes. So you've got – I think – I thought it was before. Was he bit. before? I think, so, was so, year, I think it was a year before. So then you've got Lamar Jackson. You've got Patrick yep. Mahomes, who are two of the elite guys right now, Dak Prescott. They're, they're all still really young guys, but that's this is that next generation of young guns. Well, old – old guys and it's crazy because they're only in their their 20s you know so um it's kind of insane of what we're seeing but as of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here we go we suck again you know and that's and that's the funny thing about it because <laughs> it, it it's one of these things where you know they were so happy down there in Tampa Bay they got the drink from the chalice <laughs> Of the golden ram, you know, <laughs> holding it up in the air. You know, they had the big boat party and all of that. They enjoyed Tom Brady. But here's the thing, people. Tom Brady retiring is is the equivalent of LeBron James leaving Cleveland and going to Miami. Tom Brady retiring from Tampa Bay is the equivalent. Why? Because this affects a ton of stuff. One. You ain't getting free agents to come to Tampa now like you would before. The reason why you got some of the free agents, why you one of the reasons why you got Gronkowski to come out of retirement was because of Gron, was because of Tom Brady. One of the reasons why you uh, got guys to come down there is Tom Brady. 
Who are you going to sign now? What what free agent that you have there now is going to stay? Because you don't have Tom Brady no more. Everything's going to hinge on who you bring in as QB. If a guy like a Mike Evans or somebody's going to decide to stay or take money elsewhere. Hey, for me, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Tampa Bay make a crappy move, get a crappy quarterback, and if a guy like Mike Evans is available, hey, put that Patriots uniform on. We'd love to see you up here in New England, man, Mike Evans. <laughs> Woo! That would be that would be lovely, son. That would be lovely to have that happen, you know? Um, so there's a lot here that's going on. The, let's... Let's look at this. When the Patriots lost Tom Brady, he was 20 years as their quarterback. He leaves, and we were in that position of the Patriots were in that position of knowing that he was going to retire in two years anyway. So they had to get a quarterback. So they had to. In the situation with Tampa Bay, you take a guy like this, you knew you only had two years, and yes, they got a Super Bowl, but now he's retired. What happens to Tampa Bay as a team? Man, because here it is. It, the Tampa Bay QB watch is going to be like the head coach watch in the NFL right now. That's everybody. Who's out there? Who's available? Who Who's coming up in the draft? This draft class of quarterbacks isn't that great. And this, I, I don't know who's – I'd have to pull up a free agent. Let me pull up a free agent list, man. I mean, what are your thoughts on Tampa Bay's situation? Because they're hurting. Well, Here's here's the thing, is Brady's out, and we got a. I wouldn't even call it decent quarterbacks, Keith, because it's like, you got who do you got? the The only definitive quarterback in the there's only two that I see that are a little bit over. You got Patrick Mahomes, which I think he's he's still on the rise. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Allen is really really up there. I think he's going to be big, um, but what what do you have else in the league? You so have- so well. I just here, here's the list. Here's the list, and I'll read them off to you. You give me your thoughts. So here's your list. The of, college, okay. Here's the free agents in NFL football quarterbacks right now. Ben Roethlisberger is at the top. He just retired. He's done. Yep. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick might be viable. He's a free Fitch agent. Magic Fitzmagic. You can put in a dual role. So say he goes to the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. And and he goes with them. You put him as a dual threat. You put Mac Jones in one play, or you need Fitz Magic is there's a reason why they call him that because he'll throw something out of nowhere and make it something. So I would put him as a second string quarterback. No, no, I'm talking about. Him as uh, I'm, I'm talking about Tampa Bay. This is for Tampa Bay. We we got Mac Jones. Oh, We're not yeah. going nowhere. <laughs> I'm oh, talking Tampa oh, Bay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tampa Bay wouldn't even have a chance with that. Because do you even know the second-string quarterback to, to Tampa Bay right now? Uh, no. I forget who they picked <laughs> exactly. up. I, I forget exactly. who they picked up. So I would say I would say Ryan Fat- Fitzpatrick might be the best signing for Tampa Bay. Because after that, it's Andy Dalton. Number four is uh, Cam Newton, and he ain't going nowhere. Uh, uh-uh. Tyrod Taylor, who showed some flashes up in Buffalo, then he got injured and he never bounced back. They're not going back to Jameis Winston. Jacoby nope. Brissett is the next one. Teddy Bridgewater is the next one. Marcus Mariota. And then after that, it's just downhill. Joe Flacco, Mitchell Trubisky, Tim Doyle, Blaine Gabbard, Chad Henney, that's, just the dumpster fire after that. <laughs> that's See, that it, it's the crazy thing about Brady. Brady was in 
two eras. So 2001, 2011, 2021. And yep. in that time, all those free agents you just listed, they're at the end of their time. They're, yeah. Po- yeah. they're tearing ACLs. They're, they're, there's just no definitive free agent quarterback. That's act- Teddy Bridgewater might as well just go have a residence at a hospital all the time. He's constantly injured. Great quarterback, but just constant. He, he's injury prone. And Tyrod Taylor, I, I, I really respected him and I liked him. It's just he just didn't have the team at the time and he could have been great, but it's too too late in age and time for him to definitive, definitively break out. And yeah. Joe Flacco, you can forget it. Forget yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> that, that train came and went. <laughs> well, here's, here's my other thing. Matthew Stafford should have been gone a long time ago too. And I will say that. I think he's lucky as hell. I think he... So I compare this all the time is Alabama in college football always has an O-line. You could put Keith Hayes at quarterback. You could put me at quarterback and we'd win the Heisman trophy because we have such a great offensive line and we can throw, we have plenty of time. But nowadays, like when they start going away, you see Tua actually Jalen hurts. I I will say we can put him at in the top of that quarterback list with Mahomes too. I think Jalen hurts is a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. But I, I really think that Tampa Bay is back to where they started, to garbage, to nothing. Way back. I mean, they're, way, they're way back. They're, this this is devastating to their – I mean, every all this week, I think everybody's going to be focused on Tom Brady what he, and what he did for the Patriots over the last 20 years and what he did for the one year in, in Tampa Bay. I don't think anybody's really going to focus on how devastating this is to Tampa Bay. Um <laughs> <laughs> until like next week, I think sports media and everybody will be all on it. And here's the funny thing, people. This is why I say this thing with Tom Brady leaving the Patriots wasn't about money. Because Tom Brady could have stayed one more year with Tampa Bay and made like, I want to say it was like $11 million or something he could have made if he stayed one more season. So for him, it's not about. It's not about. And hey, and I'm going to go back to the booth. Tuesday night, I made a very bold prediction. I said that the the announcement was coming this week, and then I said, don't be surprised if a week later they announce Giselle is pregnant. I'm just telling people. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Because my feeling is, is her big thing with him was, was that he missed a lot of time with his children in the last 20 years. And a lot of people, there were some rumors about their marriage being on the rocks a little bit because he's been so busy. What's the one thing that can instantly repair their marriage and 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 it would be a baby that he can now be there for full time? Because he can still run the Brady brand clothing and all that stuff from his home. He's not it's not like two a days in July where he's gone off to New England for two a days and he's away from the family and then he's doing OTAs in April. You know, so for him, it's he can run his brand from home. He can do mm-hmm. what he needs to be. He could do trips here and there and bring the wife and not disrupt that family life that she's wanted from him. So I would not be surprised if she announces she's pregnant within a week because they're, they're making moves together. She's she's the way they market. They got that crypto coin commercial that they did together. They've got. They're doing all this stuff together now as a family. And look, I'm just telling you that 
Tom and Giselle are going to be, I think you're going to see a lot more of them in the next coming years. I think they're big. I think they're big. And I also feel like the Republican Party has been trying to get their nips into Tom Brady also when the word came out that he was a Republican. I felt like they were trying to get him four years ago and try to groom him, but I don't think he wants any part of it. I just, I, you know me, the statement will always be no comment on politics for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I respect that. But, But my thing with Tom Brady, yeah, you may be right with that. I think he will be involved in the Patriots organization in, in some aspect. He did talk about it in what was it week three when we played Tampa Bay at home? Yes. Is in his interview at the end, he said, maybe I'll come back and do a little something. So that's a little hint right there. You know what I mean? Like, I think he still is in love with this organization. I mean, he was here for years upon years and he had a lot of great memories here and his kids grew up here for, for a good time. And you know, I, I don't think he's going to move here, but I think he'll have something to do with this organization. And, you know, right now, I think Tom Brady after football is a family man for a good while. I don't I don't think for too long. I think you're right. He'll be in, you know, you'll see him in some sort of magazine, like, you know, with a watch or, a, a, you know, or an, another shoe besides Uggs. Um, hey, I, I think the Uggs work for him, man. I think that. Oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. that worked for him. As much as people joked about it, there were a lot of guys who thought about buying Uggs when he was on it. So, And and look how long it took. And like you said, the, the mogul part of, um, of him is – you know, everybody, they saw the interviews in the past and it was even me that they were like, you're like, oh, damn, look at that TB12 hat. I like really, really want that. And then when his his um, his brand started coming out for the nutrition and the fitness, people were buying his hats left and right. And like I said, I'm one to do it. I have two of them. So, you know, he, he marketed himself in his own way. I mean, you know, are you going to you're not going to see a Brady brand in walmart you're gonna see it at nordstrom's you're gonna yep. see it at Saks fifth ave or whatever it may be you know but he's branded himself so good that people are gonna buy this stuff and they're gonna buy it hard and you know it it's he he's become life after football he's already ready like you said you you told you told it on last week's booth was He's he's already copyrighted stuff and trademark things that he's already gonna he's already got moves even after football. He doesn't even have to make a snap again. Well, this this deal that he has, Brady Brand has with Jackson State, I don't think people realize the magnitude of this Jackson State deal because what Deion Sanders has done down there at Jackson State, he's got players. He's yeah, he's got jet. So Dion's got these players leaving. Dion Sanders just had a defensive lineman who was playing for Florida State. And if you don't understand college, how big this was, and, and people don't get this one, he was a starting defensive lineman for Florida State. He is now yes. signed with Jackson State for his final two years. Guess what, people? That's a big FU to Florida State. He's signing his two most important seasons with Jackson State and Deion Sanders. There was another player, another 
I want to say it's an offensive lineman who's he was top leaving. twenty, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. He's going to Jackson That's State. Cool. Sanders got his own kid, and that Brady Brand is now connected to Jackson State University. This is like you said, man. They're building together right now. This is going to be crazy. Tom Brady's brand, and then Deion Sanders and his legacy at Jackson, and what he's doing for Jackson State, dude. I can't wait to see what TV rights Jackson State gets next year. But it's not, it's not over either because Deion Sanders was doing pregame college football shows with Dave Portnoy from Barstool, so they're going to start getting it going too. So there's going to be more than Brady and and well um, didn't didn't Barstool didn't Barstool's guy just drop he just stepped down this week didn't he didn't he put the big announcement out well, that he's stepping yeah, one away of his guys did yeah and the thing is is that they had a bowl that was supposed to happen during the bowl season in, in college football if you <laughs> you guys don't know there's like a hundred bowl games for God's sake um, <laughs> due to due to COVID but Barstool had one so. I mean, if you're part of the Barstool game, they're they're running hard on recruits too, and they're signing them with big big contracts and stuff. And it's nothing the NCAA can really do about it. And like you said, Jackson State's all over the place. You don't know who the hell they're playing. Like I, I couldn't name a. Team you will next Jackson year. State is playing. You will next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you will because that's what I said. I said last year their games. When you were lucky to see a Jackson State game on TV. Um, but next year, oh, their TV contracts got to be lovely. I'm, 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 I'm going to be finding out where their games are going to be. I'm sure ESPN two's picked up the big bulk of them. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, Dion has made Jackson State into something that's beyond belief. Like he, I think he took because I believe Dion is from Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and you know, <clears throat> but he was in a prime state where. Football is God. You know, you got Miami Hurricanes University. You got University of Central Florida. You got all that stuff, Florida Gators, all that stuff. Now you're putting a, a college that nobody ever heard of for two years ago. And then Dion <laughs> came on as head coach. And he is putting this team on the map. If Dion went to Massasoit, I'm sure Massasoit <laughs> would be on the map. <laughs> yeah, it's like a D, you know, it's like not even on the scale for division schools for football and necessary, yeah, but, exactly. but it's, 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 it's for what he did down there. And like I said, this isn't an easy task. He, like I said, he had around him, he's got University of Miami, he's got Florida State. So this yes. wasn't an easy task to steal all that college thunder and booster from, from, from that, that attention from that area because it was already a tough college area and he just come in there and look they were getting all types of news when he went in for surgery and they was Jackson State was blowing up and then he came back from surgery and they wheeled him out on oh, the everything. friggin oh it was crazy dude it was crazy Jeff Father what's going on I see you in the chat how's it going we're talking Tom Brady retirement here um my man Maddie sees from Madison yeah. Sports from you and me dude it, the, it it's insane the funny thing is is that it was told to me in a documentary too with, and now Deion Sanders is doing exactly what happened in this documentary is Florida as their own, as their own state is the state of, of just high school, like phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. Like California. I mean, you got Jacksonville, you got Miami, you got 
the suburbs of Miami, like Antonio Brown for existence from Miami Dade, all that area, like areas where college football, like if you play like shit or you ruin the game, they're going to, they're going to look for you. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, it's a good thing for, for Jackson state to just come out of nowhere. And Dion's like, okay, so you wanted to go to Miami. I'm going to do this for you. Okay. Well, I just, he committed to Florida state, but now he's going to Jackson state. And everybody's like, what? Dion just stole another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it, it's a bit, it's a big thing right now. And Dion's just doing what he does. Primetime isn't just NFL network anymore. He's, he's his own brand in the making. And I'm sure he's got future plans just like Tom Brady does. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's got his own legacy and you know, he's, he's really doing it. And I mean, when, when they signed him for head coach, I was kind of like, okay, Dion is head coach. I get it. You know, prime time is a college head coach. It's not that big of a. And I was saying it. I was saying I was like, Jackson State's not that big of a college. It's not an FSU. It's not a Miami. I said it. I was like, oh, what, what's he gonna do? And then, man, <laughs> Dion was like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm telling. This is what I'm telling everybody what I'm gonna do. And he did it. And holy Christ, it's gonna go down in college history as probably one of the best head coach signings in the history of colleges. It, it, it for what he's done for Jackson State, no, and, I, and we've seen what Nick Saban's done. We've seen what the Sabans have done. We've seen what you know other guys have done in college. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just it's just crazy, crazy to see what Dion's doing, and um, you know, like I said, being linked with that Brady brand. You know, like I said. If you've watched this from a business perspective, you're not surprised that Tom Brady made this announcement after this season. And you know what? He's done it all. What is left for him to do? People could say, well, he could win another one in Tampa Bay. But if he wins another one in Tampa Bay, what does that do? It's nothing. Now you're looking you're looking greedy. Now you're looking like Jordan. One of the biggest things about Jordan's career that I oh, hated was when Jordan man. came back and did his little stint with the Washington Wizards, and, and I feel tainted his career. Yeah, That little stint tainted his legacy in his career. If he had never came back, it would have been great, you know. Um, Brady did the right thing. He's getting out at the right time. He's, you know, he did what, he did the impossible. He did what no other quarterback could do, and now it's time to move on. You're, you're, you know, you're 44 years old. Um, he got his first... <laughs> Unsportsmanlike penalty penalty of his career last week. So was that was that a? So here's my question now, because the rumors were out there. Was that a f you the Tom Brady, or was that the refs giving him his goodbye? Because he had bragged about it all week prior about the fact that you know he's allowed to do this and he's allowed to do that, and then all of a sudden he gets called for an unsportsmanlike, and the dude's lip was bleeding. I mean, it was a late hit. Dude hit him head to head. But the refs called the flat, you know, they gave him that penalty. <clears throat> and Prime was kind of like, well, now is that an FU or was that, hey, you know what? That's the thing for you, man, on your way out the door. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the thing, too, is we're going back to marketing aspect of it. Now you got, you got Tom Brady, who's the GOAT pretty much of football. You got Michael Jordan, ar- arguably – my favorite basketball player of my time. I didn't get to see Larry Bird or any of that. 
but I still think Michael Jordan's one of the greatest players of all time. He was. He was. I, but, I saw I saw I saw Bird play his whole career and Jordan hands but, down was the best. But Larry Bird would rather cut his grass in Indiana than Michael Jordan would promote his stuff like cigars, race racing, golf, everything imaginable. He he supported Michigan. So now imagine if you put Jordan and Brady in Michigan right now, because mm. that's both where they are really high. Like you put them two together, that's a force right there. Right. And right. you know, you got you got Jordan who's been in the game forever. He he stopped in what? Uh, well, yeah, the brief stint with with the Washington Wizards, which was a joke. Um, but it, with that, how many how many times they put out a new fresh pair of Jordans and it's like, ha, 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 like just keep giving me money, like like he's such a marketing genius from 1984. Don't get me started. Don't get me started because I don't I don't wear I don't wear Jordans. I've been. I've been banning Jordans since 1984, since they came out. I don't wear Jordans. Okay, th- I, thank you, thank you. I didn't yeah, have to put yeah, the year in embarrassment. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. don't get so, me don't get me started on Jordan sneakers, man. <laughs> I, had, I, had one, I had one pair because they were on sale. <laughs> a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people ask me that, and they, you know, they say, you know, the black community, everybody wears Jordans and stuff, and. Everybody says to me this and that about Jordans. There's only two times that you're going to catch me with Nike Jordans on. Um, I wore Nikes in the movie Game Plan, and I had to wear Nikes because Disney had the contract with Nike and Under Armour, and that's what they put on our feet for the movie The Game Plan. So I couldn't say no and wear what I wanted to wear. Um, And then when I went to the Pro Bowl in 97 in Hawaii, um, Nike sent me um sneakers for that even though Reebok had gave me a ton of stuff uh because at that time the Patriots contract was with the teams could go with whoever they wanted for their clothing contracts so I had a ton of stuff from Reebok but I did get some sneakers from the NFL from Nike but I I don't wear I I don't wear Jordan sneakers for two reasons and one of them is because in 1984 when apartheid was going on in South Africa um the Jordan sneaker came out and nobody knew everybody knew who Michael Jordan was, but nobody at that time had ever backed or sponsored or put a name on a sneaker. And it was a risk. And what happened was, was that in 1984 during apartheid, every other sneaker company, Reebok, all these companies were not sending their sneakers to South Africa. Nike was the only sneaker company to send their sneakers to South Africa, which was the very first Jordan sneaker. And that, to me, because I was involved in politics real young, that pissed me off mm. as, a, as a youngster. As a, and, and I hated the fact that Nike was the only sneaker to support South Africa and their movement. And I wrote Nike off back in 1984 and never looked back. And... um you know, I used to tell people the story of Jordan um, in the Olympics, and a lot of people said, "Oh, that's a bullshit story. You don't know what you're talking about." And then the Over Jordan, the, the American yep, flag, so, yep, the yep. Jordan special came out, and then the truth was there. And I told people, and they were like, "Dude, you was right." I said, "I told you, I had my ears to the grind. I heard all about that whole beef behind the scenes with Reebok and Nike, because um, because I loved Reebok and I wore nothing but Reebok." 
And Reebok was the sponsor for the Olympic team that year. And Michael Jordan, when they won the gold for the for the dream team, Michael Jordan was like, well, I'm not going up there and wearing the Reebok. I got to support my sponsor. And it was like, for me, I was like, but Reebok sponsored your team. You got to show that support. But he didn't. He went up there and he disrespected the American flag by covering up the Reebok. So he would show his respect to Nike. And I lost a little bit of respect for Michael Jordan for that because I felt like you put you put your sponsorship first and not the team and not America. So when people come talking to me about disrespecting the flag and all this stuff, but they still like Michael Jordan, I oh trust me, I get all up in arms and I throw that up in their faces and piss them off. <laughs> uh Gloria Shay's in the chat. She says, Does the inflated ball controversy have an impact? On Tom Brady's career. Nope, because it's a joke. Deflategate nope. and Spygates are all nope. just a joke. And anybody who brings that up, here you go. Sit, sit down. <laughs> sit down. You want to know why you got to sit down? Because when y'all brought up Spygate, the Patriots went 16-0 and that season. And then when you get the inflated ball controversy, what do you have? Tom Brady got four-game suspension. He comes back. They go on a tear. They go to the Super Bowl, and it ends up being the greatest Super Bowl of all time, down 28-3 to the Atlanta Falcons. They come back and win. Tom Brady gets another championship, and it's the biggest F you to everybody who talks about Spygate, to anybody who talks about the Flategate, and to Roger Goodell. You know what? Sit down. How about this, Keith? How about this with... Do we talk about, oh, congratulations, Ben Roethlisberger, on your big retirement? But what about when he was forcing chicks into his into his little circle and doing all that? Does that is right. that okay? Is it, 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 that's yeah, not going to tarnish your career because everybody forgot about it. It's and, oh, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, Half, Ben. Ro- but you, but you, you make a great point, Maddie. Ben Roethlisberger retires. He, there's an entire stadium celebrating at the fact that Ben Roethlisberger's retiring and all this crap, right? Tom Brady retires, and people want to – and no, no disrespect to Gloria. She's just asking the question. But, yes, a lot of people this week are going to be bringing up the deflate ball, Spygate, and all this crap. Yet, when Ben – you're right. When Ben Roethlisberger retired, nobody said anything about the fact that he paid millions of dollars because he raped some woman in the bathroom in Pittsburgh in a restaurant. You're right. Yeah. You're right. The or hypocrisy how, of all of this, man. Or how about uh, three quarters of the Oak of the Oh, sorry, not Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders running people over and fucking drinking all the time. Excuse my language. <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. Know, we could go on about you know legacies and stuff, but some most of them have had a problem. You're talking about a, a football. We need the sit down button again. Yeah. You know. And speaking. Oh yeah. Speaking of the Raiders. Hey, guys, breaking news also today, but it got wiped under the rug because Tom Brady retired, but Josh McDaniels is on his way to the Raiders as head coach, and that's probably short-term because I've always said Josh McDaniels is heir apparent to the to the throne when Belichick finally decides who he's retiring. Tom uh, Bill Belichick is 70 years old, people. He's been here for 20 oh, years. Jesus, huh? Yeah, Bill Belichick is 70 years old. He's been here for 20 years. Um, this is, you know, he doesn't have much time left as head coach. You know, he wants to enjoy his life and ride his six he's, rings boat, you know? He's so, going to have the nicest retirement home on Martha's Vineyard or now. Dude, and he is, <laughs> he's, so the thing about Bill Belichick is he's not a flashy guy. He doesn't, he's banked his money, but he doesn't spend his money, you know? He was on the NFL draft in his house in Nantucket, his little-ass house, with his dog dog. sitting at the small-ass kitchen table. 
And he's like, this is me. I'm just a simple guy. I'm not a flashy money guy. And I like that about Bill Belichick. You know, he wears the same friggin' hoodie to every press conference with the spaghetti sauce stain on it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you gotta love the guy that's not flashy. And you know, he 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 majored in you know he marketing and economics in in college. You know, he knows all about that stuff. So it's great stuff. I I love it. So, um, but yeah, we've lost Josh McDaniels. Um, he's mm-hmm. off to the Raiders. For head coach, um, the Raiders almost oh. had it. They had it. Gruden. They had Gruden. Gruden was headed in the right direction, but unfortunately, his racist background yeah. and <laughs> it came to yeah, light, sure. which surprised yeah, me. I didn't expect that from John Gruden. He didn't seem. He, he didn't come off to me like that type of guy. Here's the funny thing: is we talking about how? Um, how Brady's leaving Tampa Bay, Byron Leftwich is leaving too. So yes, their OC. Get, do we get do we get him as the OC up here? Yeah, no, I think Byron Leftwich is probably going to get one of these head coaching jobs that's out there because Chicago has Chicago announced anybody yet for Matt Nagy? Um, I, I'm, I, not, I, I'm not sure about that one because I know Chicago and has Miami I thought they announced were any. Has Miami announced anybody yet? Uh, yeah, Tua Tagovailoa isn't a good quarterback anymore. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a sad one. Flores is answering for that, and it's not his fault. It was the GM because Brian Flores wanted Justin Herbert during that draft. Or do you keep Bruce Arians on as coach for Tampa Bay? Bruce Arians is staying as coach. I he's not think going. He's, he's I, not going. I think anywhere. he made a lot of a lot of mistakes behind the scenes. Uh. Gloria Shea says Chicago did hire a new head coach. If you can put it in the chat, that'd be great. Um, Because I didn't hear. I've been busy with this snowstorm, so I didn't hear who Chicago hired for a head coach. Um, It's probably somebody's offensive coach or somebody's defensive coordinator. Um, I'm not sure, yeah. So we'll have to to see what name she puts in the chat, um, who they they hired. Um, so So if Chicago's hired... And Vegas is hired, so that leaves Miami. Denver picked up. I forget who Denver picked up. But Denver has their head coach now. Um, Wasn't it? Um, he was McDaniel was in the running for that one too. Yes, he was. Now yes, that he you was. Said, now that you said the, um, <coughs> he went to uh, the Vegas. Raiders. Yeah, Raiders yep. went to Vegas. Went to Vegas. Brand new stadium. Nice, you know. So. Congrats to Josh McDaniels. But the problem is, is here. So we've seen Josh McDaniels as a head coach before, and he failed <laughs> miserably. Yes, <laughs> if, he sure did. Yep. If you guys remember, he went over to Denver. He did beat Bill Belichick in an October game. Surprisingly, it's not surprising now because Bill Belichick's record against guys from his coaching tree is abysmal. He's lost to his guys, Bill O'Brien, Brian Flores, Josh McDaniels, uh, Mike Vrabel. A lot of these guys that he's trained in that tree, they've come back to to beat him so and give him some of his toughest games. So it doesn't surprise me. But um, Josh McDaniels, if you guys remember when he got out to Denver, um, they had a whole quarterback controversy out there that he completely, oh, my God, completely mishandled as a head coach. Um, 
to the point where he was gone the, the following season. Um, I forget who the quarterback was at that time. It wasn't it wasn't Tim Tebow. It was somebody. It was somebody else out there in Denver that they had brought um, in. Oh man! And it was between it was between them and Chicago. It was some type of thing. Uh, Matt Matt Eberfuss is the new Bears head coach. Yes, Chicago Bears. Yep. Was he the former coach of Jackson State? No, he. I think he was. Uh, <laughs> I think he. He, I think he's a, or he was an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator somewhere. Um, Green Bay, isn't he? Isn't Matt from Green Bay? I'm not sure. I'd have to check that I, one. I've never heard that name. His name's, yeah. his name's familiar to me. I think he is an offensive or defensive coach from somewhere. Um, but Denver, I know Denver hired somebody. Um, so I think all that's left is Miami. And then the rumors are is Bill O'Brien's coming back here as OC. He was the Colts a defensive. Good, he's a Colts defensive coordinator. That's a good land for Chicago. That's a good land because Colts defense was on point for the last. Yep, Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo is still out there. He was rumored to be going to Denver, but he didn't get Denver. Uh, somebody else got Denver. Gerard Mayo could be going to Miami then. They didn't. Um, they didn't have one right now. They have. Finalists, but not not any. We're crazy. we're in Denver, Miami, Miami. Yeah, Gerard Mayo might be a good fit in Miami. I'd like to see Gerard Mayo down in Miami. I like this smart that. dude. Yep, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see that. That'd be a good land. And then, if that's the case, that means Brian Flores would come back here as defensive coordinator, and we could put Steve Belichick back where he belongs, where he can lick his lips in privacy. <laughs> <laughs> do you since we're on the Brady, on the Brady subject? Yes. In the future years, do we see Tom Brady on the sidelines in a coaching position? Nope. He's not that type of guy. You don't He's think not, so? Nope. And the reason why is because Tom Brady loves the sport so much that he he's retiring right now for family and his wife. If he Daily goes back, yeah. Yep. If yep. he goes back as a coach, he's going to get pulled back in twenty four seven. She's not. It's not going to happen. I don't. I don't think we see him even come back as a coach. I think he's all in on the Brady brand right now, and he's focused on family and the lost time that he's had with his family. So, so, so it'd be a Godfather three thing. They yeah, take, I take myself out. They pull me back in. Pull me right back in. <laughs> yeah. So well, here's um, my thing, right? How many networks have already been in Tom Brady's DM inbox? Oh my, oh God. my goodness! I'm pretty oh sure goodness. because you've got a guy like Al Michaels. He's on the way out. Al Michaels That's on the way you out. Yep. You, you, you know. You, put you know. Um, yeah. Yep. You see um, Fox. They're getting older up there. Yeah. Buck. Yeah. Buck and them. Joe Buck and um, what's his name? Please is getting... leave. Joe, <laughs> Joe needs to leave. Goodbye. Stop calling World Series. That's my politicalness in sports. Get rid of Joe Buck. Don't sit down. Get the F out. He he is one of the worst announcers in NFL football. Uh, but, I, I you know, Tom Brady would work as that. And I think after seeing him with the Mannings, 
on their little stint. That is awesome. Oh, that and was it, good. That guys, was good. And anybody out there who watches Monday Night Football, um, this season they have this whole alternate broadcast. This is the big thing with the NFL. They have all these different alternate broadcasts to watch games in different places. I watched the Nickelodeon games with my son, which are great. If you have a kid and you watch these games with your, with your kid, Blind time in the end zone. It's freaking, dude! It's awesome. It brings the game to a whole different level of enjoyment with your with your child. Um, and then I started watching the Manning football the very first night it started. And I was like, I was like, okay, let me see. This is kind of weird because you're watching the game, but then they have that Zoom going on with all these guests. It for me, I could never go back. I love. And here's the thing about it: the Manning thing. You're either gonna hate it. Or love it. There's no in-between. Because if you like all the behind-the-scenes football talk and all these things, um, the Manning thing is awesome. It's awesome. So I love it. I'll never go back to watching Monday Night Football if, regularly. If you replace Eli with Tom Brady, that would be <clears throat> like – that would be a hit show in its own. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be. Because the two of them he, back and forth would be hilarious. Guys, just like this the whole time. I don't know. That did you did you see the last Monday night game on there? Eli Manning. No, but I've seen the re- I've seen the rest of them, and like he he just smiles and nods, smiles and nods. And the night is just funny. The night he flipped the double birds um, was hilarious because they were talking about he was talking about the game in Philadelphia. And they were talking about the worst fans, and poor Eli Manning. Is telling everybody how some eleven-year-old kid was flipping off with the double birds, and Peyton, like the big brother he is, he's going, "Do it, do it, do it!" So then Eli goes and flips the two birds, and then they come back from commercial break, and it's like, "What, what?" Eli Manning giving the big apology. Peyton's sitting there like, "Oh man, sorry, bro, I didn't mean to get you in trouble." Um, but they had they had the Rock on for the last Monday Night Football broadcast. They had the Rock on with them. And someone actually had sent Eli Manning a Death Row Records necklace and charm, so he was rocking the Death Row. Cause oh, that was it was Snoop Dogg because they had announced that Dr. Dre and them were doing this the um the halftime Super Bowl, so they sent Eli a Death Row Records chain, and he was rocking that during the broadcast. It was freaking hilarious. hilarious. I, I, I said that's it's like a meme, like like how do you know when the white guy's gangster, and then it's just a meme of. Eli Manning with that death row records. <laughs> but it's like the like Snoop Dogg now is big in the sports world now. He's all over ESPN. Dude, him boxing events. Him and, and Kevin Hart. Fun. Yeah, him and Kevin yeah. Hart doing the Olympics there is hilarious. If you haven't seen Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg reviewing the Olympics last year, and I'm hoping they're doing the Winter Olympics in two weeks, is hilarious. Uh, Brian Joseph Lynch in the chat says this means Gronk is Gronk already announced it. It's he's done. He says he's he's he doesn't feel like he wants to come back. He knows. You think he, he goes to AEW? No, he doesn't. No, yeah, yeah. Does he go to AEW? I don't know. He might. Uh, <laughs> we'll he see. Definitely <clears throat> back to well, WWE. well, he had the contract with the WWE, and um, he decided to come back and play football, which is why he had to get out of that contract. His best friend wrestles in the WWE, so. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back and does the WWE. Uh, Brian Joseph Lynch also says, funny that Romo is great at breaking. What did he say? Funny is Romo's breaking down games as a commentator, but he couldn't do so on the field. Yes, you're right. Brian Lynch. 
<laughs> Tony Romo breaks down and sees everything <laughs> when calling call play by play, but it's like, but you couldn't see that crap when you was a quarterback on the field for Dallas. <laughs> you, you talk about you talk about legacies, you know, you talk about Super Bowl 50 and in Super Bowl 100, they'll be roasting Tony Romo. <laughs> uh, Brian Joseph Lynch said he's going back to get the 24-7 championship. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sirree. That's exactly where he'll be going. But like I said, this this is going to this is going to hurt. Tampa Bay worse than it would have hurt the Patriots, because when he left the Patriots, we knew it was retirement time. So the Patriots were already preparing for it. This here is, like I said, when you bring in Tom Brady, it's just a band-aid for, yes, Jordan Allen. Are you guys in New England? Yes, we're out of New England. What's up, Jordan? Thank you for tuning into the show. Um, what's up? What's up, man? Maddie C Sports for you and me. You want to you want to check out our regular shows, Jordan, on Tuesday nights. Uh, my show is the booth at seven p.m. on Tuesday nights, and then Maddie C Sports for you and me is at eight thirty on Tuesday nights. So that's our regular night. This is just a special episode today because of the fact that the greatest of all time is is announced his retirement, and Tom Brady he's retired, yes. and all hell is broken loose in Tampa Bay. So yeah, in New park, England, too. Park, the, park the boats. <laughs> park the boats. A, no, there's no uh, boat parade this year, next year, or any year after that. So all you guys who had your boats ready for parades, maybe for next year. Yep. New, <laughs> oh, oh what do you say? Weather's attacking us. Oh, Jordan Allen just asked, what's it like up there? Well, right now I stepped outside my house. We already had a foot of snow, and the snow is still falling. I'm in. Me and Maddie are both in the area where we're supposed to be getting 24 to 35 inches, and yes. some of the dri- some of the drifts right now, some of the drifts are up to 24 right now. So and the wind is blowing a, crazy. And Jordan, just so you know, I work at a place where <clears throat> the snow is untouched right now. So at 8 a.m., there's going to be probably 35 inches of 30 inches of snow ready for me to shovel or. Snow blow away. So <laughs> I'm hoping you're in Tampa Bay or you're in a sunny area because it's cold and it's snowing like a mother up here. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's it's like snowmageddon right now. Um, I was th- this morning. I got up and I oh, said to myself, no. you know what? We suck again. There we go. Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually going to try to make the quick trip to the donut place and get some donuts for the kids this morning. And I got up and the wind was just sideways. So I was like, you know what? Um, I think I'm going to stay home and I'm not going anywhere. So I stayed in. It was, it's just crazy. It's insane outside the wind. The visibility is just horrible, horrible. Um, I was waiting to see if the plows came down my street yet, because I live on the dead end street. And for years, for years, I had a politician who lived on my street, and my street was always plowed, no matter what. And then as soon as my politician and the family passed away and no longer lived on the street, my dead-end street went back to being treated like a dead-end street. We're no longer a priority. We get we get plowed out when we eventually get plowed out. <clears throat> Gloria Shea says, make the donuts from scratch. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm lazy. I like to get my I like to just pick my dozen and bring them home. 
I don't want to be sitting and waiting and dipping them and dropping them in oil and powdering them. She said, make them from scratch. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag Phantom Gourmet. <laughs> Brian Joseph Lynch, he says, no more tossing the Lombardi in Tampa. You're damn right. You're damn right. All uh, you people, sit we're, down. Sit down. We're going to talk about that, too. <laughs> I said, do you know? I was gonna say, do you know any quarterback that could throw a perfect throw of a Lombardi Trophy to another boat? <laughs> and you got to thank the what was the kid's name who caught the caught the trophy? Do you remember? I forget who it was. I I just my best part of that whole video was his daughter in the background. You knew he was he was ish faced, and you no hear his dad. daughter, no dad, no. <laughs> The, the 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 security guard. Oh, that. When, the the shirt that came out forever when he the the escort was trying to take him to the car or wherever. Oh, he, he was. They had the yeah, t-shirts was. made. It was like orange. It was like Gronk was wearing them like two days later, and then everybody uh, and their mother started buying them. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, are you going to broadcast Brady's retirement speech if they go live? No, actually, if they are going to go live with his retirement speech, I'm actually going to jump offline so I can see it. Um, I don't think he's going to make a big retirement speech. I think he's going to release a statement, and here's my thought. Everything that this man has done has been strategic as far as marketing. Like I said, two years ago, I called this. I said this because I knew the moves that he was making as a businessman and how long it takes to get copyrights and things that have. Oh, yep, Cameron Brait, the tight end. You're right, Brian Joseph Cameron Lynch. It was. Yep. yep, Cameron Brait, the tight end. Um, <clears throat> the thing here is with Tom Brady, everything is strategic. So he released this man in the arena this year on Facebook, got them a ton of looks, and then decides, I'm not going to release the last episode. And everybody was like, well, why is he not releasing the last episode? I'm like, because he's retiring. This is it's coming. This is what's coming down. He's going to retire. I said this two years ago. He is going to retire. Here's the thing. I don't see him making a big retirement speech and a big deal out of this. Why? Because he's 44 years old, and as I said on Tuesday, he can be fast-tracked as a first balloter into the NFL Hall of Fame. And to be honest, there's there's absolutely nobody who's going to deny Tom Brady getting fast-tracked into Canton, Ohio, and he is going to be able to market and sell this because he knows that any statement or anything he's going to make is going to take away what he can do in Canton. And I'll tell you right now, I've never been to the to the Football Hall of Fame, never. I'm going to tell you right now, live on this show, if they're fast-tracking Tom Brady and Tom Brady's going into the Hall of Fame in the next two years, I'm going. And I don't care. You all can come with me, but you can mark my words, I am going to Canton, Ohio for the induction of Tom Brady. I see, I've seen his entire career from beginning to end, and if there's anybody I'm going to go see get into the Hall of Fame, it's going to be him. Let's go. Uh, let's try to get them credentials, Keith. That's that's a that's a road. Oh, I, I have I have I have some people down there, but to be honest, I wouldn't want press credentials for that. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Moment. Yeah. So so there for me for me there are some things I feel they need to be. Taken in as a fan. Every time the Patriots Absolutely. won the Super Bowl, every time the Patriots won the Super Bowl, I looked at some of these people who were up on the stage with the team while they were talking and celebrating, and I was kind of a little bit envious. But I had my kids with me, and I was in the stands, like for the Duck Boat Tours. 
for me, I feel like, damn, being in the fans at that moment is better than being with the press in some situations. Yeah, it's nice to be up there with the team and they're joking and all the stuff up on City Hall Plaza stage. But to that energy when you're down there with all the rest of the fans mm-hmm. and celebrating that win, there's nothing like it. There, I just tell you, when the duck boats are going by and you're on downtown crossing and you're on the street with all these people and they're, and they're throwing stuff from the building windows and stuff, it, there's nothing like it, that, that, that good and, energy. And here's that definitive answer, too. You know, the Super Bowl 51 where we with the big comeback. Now, me, I'm a Patriots fan. I watched the whole entire thing. Now, there were people that I heard, and that's the thing. Are you a fan or, or are you really a fan? You know, right. like people changing the channel. You were watching QVC buying a, a bracelet or something? Like, what, what were you doing that you that was so important? And then we get the comeback and like, oh, yeah, I watched that and this and that. And then, you know, that's a sit-down moment right there. Mm-hmm. So Brian I mean, Joseph Lynch has said, uh, imagine the crowd at his induction at the Patriots. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, oh, that, 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 that's going to be – don't even talk about that. <laughs> That's a that's a little small. That's a small space too. And they that's have to enlar- yeah. They'll they'll have to have a whole entire weekend for Tom Brady when he gets inducted to the Patriots Hall of Fame. And that always, and to be honest, the inductions always happen uh, opening week of the of the season, the first home game week. So that's just an insane week. Also, um, Jordan Allen says so many big names leaving the NFL at once. Yeah. Brian Joseph Lynch, you're right. You may have to open up the entire stadium and have everybody come and sit in seats and have it on the field inside the it's stadium. Gonna happen. It's, it's got to happen, happen that way. Yeah, it's got to happen that way. There's going to be happen. too many friggin' people. You just can't have it outside in the front of the friggin' of that area of the of the Hall of Fame. No way. There's no way that's happening. You, you got to have everybody in the seats in the stadium. Have Tom Brady come out to that 50 yard line. Um, it's going to be crazy. Uh, Hundred percent guarantee. There's going to be a Tom Brady statue too, <clears throat> like the Or statue outside the garden. Yeah, except it'll probably be the size of my house. I, I agree, Maddie. Maddie, I think you're right. I think there will be a Tom Brady statue. That's the Tom Brady's the guy that built Gillette Stadium. Let's be honest. Yes. Tom yes. Tom Brady Tom Brady is the guy when Gillette Stadium and 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 he got hurt. Drew Bledsoe got hurt. That was in Gillette. That was the old Foxborough Stadium. That was the old Foxborough Stadium. That wasn't Schaefer, right? That wasn't. It, well, it, it was. It had just changed to Foxborough. It was Schaefer before that. Oh, okay. It was Foxborough Stadium, and then Foxborough Stadium closed down, and it was it was Monster.com Stadium while it was being built, and then just before it was about to open, it was CMGI. But then CMGI went belly up, and then all of a sudden, at the very last minute, after I think they played two preseason games at CMGI Stadium, and then they went belly up, and then they signed the deal with Gillette two weeks out of the regular season and became Gillette Stadium, I would definitely support a Tom Brady statue outside of Gillette Stadium. 100%. 100%. There'd be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. To be honest, not outside of the stadium. I think the best place for a Tom Brady statue would be at the top of the stairs. No, yeah. No, (laughs) at the top of the stairs where the CBS zone is. When you get to the top of the stairway – and it, it and then the rest of the plaza's there, but the CBS zone is to the right, right there, smack dab uh-huh. in the middle. 
we we'd have to do our uh, our blueprints to see where we put it in around the stadium. Yeah, I think they're gonna put There's it out. There's a lot out, of places they, where you can put them. They're gonna put it outside the hall. They I, would put it outside I, the hall. That, that that's is, where they're gonna put it. My guess is right between the Patriots Pro Shop and the in the light in the lighthouse. Put it somewhere right there when you first yep. walk in. Well, they're going through the, the Patriots or the Gillette Stadium is going through a major revamp. It's going to take two years. Um, he, Brian Lynch says by the lighthouse. Uh, Jordan Allen says Tom Brady's the reason why the NFL should take chances on kids. Yep, you're right. You know, um, everybody would be for a statue, definitely. Um, and to be honest, a lot of players they sign a one year, one day contract with a team to get the NFL bonus. So guys, don't be surprised if you see Tom Brady next year sign a one-day contract with the New England Patriots. I think that's a given. That's because a, given. a lot of people don't know this, but the NFL Players Union, if you do more than so many years and you retire with the team you started with, you get an NFL bonus. Um, you've seen guys like, um, I think Troy Aikman did it with Dallas. And, and Brett Favre did it too. Brett Favre did it. And I also think that um, running back for Dallas – he gave a big FU to Dallas. He signed with a different team instead of signing with Dallas as an FU because he wasn't happy at being cut. Um, it wasn't Emmett Smith, was it? Yes, Emmett Smith. I believe it was Emmett Smith. He didn't do he did it with another team so he could uh give them the big FU because he wasn't he wasn't happy. But um yeah, Tom Brady will be coming back here. Man, the stories that this guy has, we could go on forever. And that's why I really didn't want to get into the stories because we all know the stories. We all know the stories. There's nothing really to do about it. But, man, Maddie, that was a quick friggin' hour and a half. I want to thank yes. everybody in the chat. Again, if you guys are sleeping under a rock, quarterback Tom Brady has retired after 22 years of football, 22 years. This man has outlasted careers of other football greats, for Christ's sake. Peyton Manning came and yep. it, it came and went. You know, there's so many guys that have come and gone um, in this sport, and this guy was still here, one of the oldest, so we no longer have to hear about the oldest guy in the league and things of that sort. Um, let's hear it for the young guns. <clears throat> and it's just crazy at the fact that Patrick Mahomes is considered the old man of the elite quarter group bunch at 26 years old. This is insane, people. 26. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Royal Rumbles tonight. Yes, I forgot all about that. The Royal Rumbles tonight. Brock Lesnar is taking on... Um, what's his name? The black guy there. Oh my God. His, his name is skipping my mind right now. Um, are you a wrestling fan, Keith? I am, but he's not. He, so here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. This whole thing, Bobby Lashley. Yes. Bobby Lashley in the chat. Here's the funny thing about it. The whole buildup for this thing at Royal Rumble tonight, him and they're having this event and. <laughs> Brock Lesnar keeps saying Bobby who to piss him off because he's a nobody and I just did exactly what Brock Lesnar has been the point that Brock Lesnar has been trying to make <laughs> I just forgot Bobby Lashley's name and I fed right into what Brock Lesnar was trying to say so the other night they pissed me off because they had a weigh in 
for Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. And I was expecting the two managers to go toe-to-toe verbally because we all know that Brock Lesnar's manager is the best in the game. And Bobby Lashley's manager is also pretty good working the mic. I was expecting to see the two of them go toe-to-toe, but it didn't happen. Um, Maybe we'll see that tonight at the... Yeah, Bobby who? (laughs) I literally forgot Bobby Lashley's name, and I just saw him lose the belt at Raw to friggin' E, Big E, just a few months ago. So I can't believe I, I, I just forgot Bobby Lashley. Maybe I was worried that Brock Lesnar was going to kick my butt. So, <laughs> who is going down as the UFC's greatest, one of UFC's greatest champions of all time? Brock Lesnar. And um, I actually went back and watched some of Brock Lesnar's old fights, and I really forgot how much of a beast Brock Lesnar was in the UFC, dude. I, I just, like, I forget, like, how much this man really devastated people in the he UFC. Rock, he rocked some people. <laughs> He rocked some people, You know, when he came in and he just... Hey, you was, just threw something at Tom Brady, Keith. He, he was just he was just annihilating people. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, hey, we got to get ready to get out of here. Maddie, talk about your new show this week and, and what you got coming up, man, because you got a good so, show coming up Tuesday night. We got, we got a lot of things coming. So we got a boxer from Detroit coming on tonight. He, that'll be premiering in the near future coming soon. Uh, Cage Titans, Mike Paul Vier, Cage Titans 51, February 5th, this Saturday, um, down in Plymouth Memorial Hall. Um, let's see. We got a big one from the Netflix show or documentary on Untold Crimes and Penalties. Brad Wingfield, one of the enforcers, and one badass dude. This guy got his, like, pinky cut off with a skate and had a bunch of injuries. So he was just a badass dude. So um, working with other um, MMA fighters too. So a lot of stuff going down. Follow me on YouTube, Maddie C Sports, number four, you and me. And this guy right here, every Tuesday, check out the booth. This guy always has the information going. And his people, Viana Marie, uh, our buddy, Oscar Mike Radio, Travis, What's a, I, I always struggle with this last name. Park, Partington. Travis Partington. Oscar Mike Partington. Radio. Travis, don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> ha- happy Hour with Lito. Just our crew. The Triple Threat coming soon. Yeah. Every Tuesday night, the Triple Threat starts at 7 o'clock with the booth. 8.30. Maddie C Sports for you and me. Happy Hour with Lito at 9 o'clock, and then I do Gloria Shea's show, Gloria Shea Talk Back with Gloria Shea. She's got some stuff in the works, and i seen her in the chat. And um, sports, she oh, she talks p- football podcasts I'm also involved with, with Gloria Wright. She's a Baltimore Ravens fan, and I do her show for her, so I get a lot of I know good one insight. Of yeah, I get, I get inside and do one of the Baltimore Ravens, so I, it's good stuff. And um, what's with these crazy people posting these weird-ass links in YouTube? They're gonna get deleted. It's like sometimes uh, they of want us to like bots. join their cult. I think it's their cult they want us to join. <laughs> it's their something spam or whatever. But hey, we're gonna be on here and one last time here for you fans in Tampa Bay. Oh no, we suck again. <laughs> oh 
no, we suck again. Because I don't know when Bruce Arians right now has to be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the, the mud dogs now. And let's be honest. Tom Brady is the guy who was coaching this team last year behind the scenes. Remember, before they even got to the Super Bowl under COVID, this team, Tampa Bay, was going through some stuff, and it was around week eight that everything got shaken up and turned around. And I think what happened was was the GM told Bruce Arians week eight last year, let Tom run this team, shut your mouth, and follow what he does. And they came out and they went all the way to the Super Bowl and won after week eight. So, look, Bruce Arians, you're on thin one. I mean, the clock is ticking. And um, that's about it. I'm going to let you guys gonna get ready to get out of here. We'll see you guys Tuesday night. For those of you who are up here in New England with us, be effing safe. I'm knocking on wood right now because I still have power. I still have internet. Um, I'm on a hospital yep. grid, so I usually don't ever lose my power unless a transformer blows, which can still happen. So, Maddie, be safe out there. Um, I got my generator too, man. Yeah, so uh, everybody out there, it looks like we're at 24, 24 inches in the dress right now, but I don't know what exactly – has fallen, but we've got to be up there. It's been snowing since midnight, so um, we're going to yep. get ready to get out of here. SpongeBob, do me a favor. Take us home. Tom Brady, thank you, thank you, thank you for 22 years of all of what you've done here. Six Super Bowl rings for New England. One extra one in Tampa for those who love football and love you as a quarterback, as an athlete, man. God bless you and your your Brady brand and what you do from here on out. And SpongeBob, TB do me a favor. Yeah, TB12, take us home. Got your tattooed on my arm, brother. Here we go. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to The Booth on Hoobazoo and HatcherRadio.com. Please follow the Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. The Booth is a Sinister One production hosted by Sinister One. I've got to start hanging out with friends that are a little more intelligent and understand politics instead. It's just that I'm up on this level up here and all my friends are down here. Me, nah. You guys, meh. Maybe a little more down, down here. Screw you guys, I'm going home. I smoke, I drink, I do my thing. These bitches hating, so you know I got to make it plain. Don't do cocaine with your chick, my main. We stick together, true forever, yeah, you know we bang. I miss those days, which was easy. If only I make it, bitch, don't repeat. Now that I done upgraded, I've been upstate, and y'all think I'm playing. And I got to hit now for these weak assholes who think I ain't slaying. Try me, try me, and I'll probably end up laughing because I never back down. I'm that chick with a clean-ass whip. I don't need that bitch like I'm my own now. I ain't hard, I get tired of fussing, fighting, guess I gotta crack down. Don't mess with me, cause on everything, I'ma have to bring the whole city out. W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O-B-A-